I'm Zachary Cartwright. This is Water and Food. Welcome to another episode of Water and Food. Today, my guest is Dr. Vivian Allen, who's a senior research scientist in product development at Hostess Brands. From new product conception to commercialization, Dr. Allen works in a fast-paced environment and is always looking for new solutions and technologies to improve her team's R&D processes. One recent addition to her laboratory is the ability to create dynamic dew point isotherms. And in this episode, we'll be learning about how she's using this data to save time and make predictions about new products. We will also be discussing how Meter Group has partnered with Hostess in all aspects of their production, from mastering their products in R&D, measuring their products for quality control, and managing products during production to make perfect products every time. Hi, Dr. Allen, welcome to the show. Hi, Zachary. <laughs> Thank you for being here with us today. You, you know, I was looking at your LinkedIn and kind of looking at your background, and you have a PhD in food science and technology from South China University of Technology. You spent some time at, at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. You've worked at Kellogg's and Chu and, and now Hostess. So you have quite the, the comprehensive background in, in food science. And I, I'm wondering, where did this passion for food science come from? Oh, uh, when, I, when I was a teenager, I really loved food, and, and I, I was even considered being to a scientist. But at that time, I, I didn't decide what kind of science field I will be. But finally, I think the food science is a very amazing. You can, you can taste a lot of delicious food, and you still can, I still can have some like a, um, from the chemistry and food science perspective to know, look at the food and make make us hairs and eat hairs. So it's very cool. It's very cool in bakery, cereals. That's the field I'm very interested in and think i be a scientist in this field. And how did you hear of food science? Did you have a, a mentor or a friend or a, a department at school that, that encouraged you to get involved? How, how did you find food science? Uh, actually, my neighbor, he's a professor of University of Food Science. Actually, they are agricultural scientists, right? <laughs> so that's that's a part <laughs> of like food science, like agriculture product scientist. So um, there's a have something you know relation with the food science. That's a, that's my first tutor and coach of my my career. So it should be very interesting and amazing experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, you, you eventually ended up in product development. What, what brought, you, brought you to product development? What are your favorite aspects of, of being in this uh, department? Uh, I think the f- most favorite factor of being in, in PD, like product development, is the innovation mm-hmm. and the funny. Sometimes the challenges um, bring some new products and launch new products, uh, serving the consumers in the best way possible and make me have a full feeling. Uh, I just want to more delight our of the consumers and the people. Oh, wow, this is good. We love it. Yeah, that's make me very exciting. Mm-hmm. It's my, my favorite part of like product development. And what are some of the, the biggest challenges that you face in product development? Yeah, it's, it, if it's for like a new product development, there are some a uh, lot of challenges faced. It really depends on their what kind of project uh, or 
or new product we're working on, for example, like limited timeline or ingredient sources, especially some functional ingredients uh, like LTO versions or, for example, like natural natural color or flavor or, or cost or even consumers inside. Um, sometimes we, we have the ideation, but we don't know exactly uh, whether this kind of food design is really match the marketing or the consumers inside. Of course, food cost also some like uh, technical challenges as like lines, uh, capabilities, or how we can keep the same shelf life or um, storage stability and something like that. So that's kind of like challenges we're facing during their uh, product development. Yeah, all different types of challenges. And I'm sure, like you said, it, it really depends on the type of product that you're, that you're looking at. Um, but we'll, we'll talk some more about those challenges and, and how you're tackling them here in, in a few minutes. I'm wondering how many products do you work on at, at one time at Hostess? Are you just really focused on one thing and then you get it done and then you move to the next product? Or you have all these projects at, at one time? Uh, in general, I think maybe three to five products, but depending, really, really depending on the size or complexities uh, uh, com- of their project. Sometimes innovation mm-hmm. or renovation or simple just the modification of like a uh, really depends on timeline. For example, if their product is totally new or not have that before or just like a lot of changes, so they might the project might be be lost maybe in one or two years. But some project like renovation mm-hmm. just to change the flavor or inclusions or just like something like that, the same process away or no changes, just the flavor changes or color changes. So this project might be only maybe six months or less or something like that. It really depends. But in general, mm-hmm. um, I have like three, at least three or five. At the same time, it depends on the what's can how big, what's the size of project. <laughs> and the the timing was my next question. You know, how long does it take to go from conception to commercialization? And like it like it sounds, it, it could be six months or two years. It, it really depends if you're maybe just changing the flavor or or coming up with a, an entirely new product. So I'm sure there's a, a time range, but. Always the, the faster you can get these products out, the, the better. Is right. that correct? Correct, correct. Right, that's right. Well, uh, in the food industry, uh, Meter Group primarily focuses on, on three major aspects to help our partners to be successful. And these solutions, I, I think they can be summarized by three keywords, mastering, measuring, and managing. And, and I'd kind of like to touch on each of these aspects today and, and how they're benefiting your team at Hostess. So let's start by mastering your products before mass producing them. Um, I, I know that your team recently purchased a, an Aqualab Vapor Sorption Analyzer. This is a one-of-a-kind moisture sorption isotherm generator, and you've been using your isotherm data and plugging it into the Moisture Analysis Toolkit software to improve and speed up some of your R&D processes. So I just want to touch on some of the different ways that you're using moisture sorption isotherms and, and the insights that they're providing for new formulations and, and new products. So before the Aqualab VSA, were you familiar with moisture sorption isotherms? Were, were there something that you were using before? Uh, actually, I did that. Uh, so I did create isotherms, but not by the VSA or Aqualab 3. I just manual calculation with the AW and the motion levy and and make use these points to make our XY chart. So it's kind of like a very mm-hmm. handmade way. And then from this curve, mm-hmm. by collecting some data point to, de- 
to determine the storage conditions on on greens or seeds girls. You know, that's just my working experience years ago before I have this kind of like a Oculab 3 or VSA devices. So we made it by hands <laughs> and mapping the ISO. So <laughs> it's 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 a lot <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it takes a, a really long time. How how long would it take you to create an isotherm, and, and how many points uh, would it be composed of? Uh, actually, if you spend several hours, uh, for example, if you collect one AW for like flower or something like that, you need at least mm -hmm. for activity. What activity you definitely need. Um, I think maybe need one three minutes or longer, but for motion level, it's a high motion, like a piece of cake or something like that. You definitely need 30 minutes for one date. <laughs> so that's, mm -hmm. that's really a lot of time. So at least if we want to make our, our descent, uh, graphic by hands, by menu. So we definitely need click like a 10 or almost in 10 date. Uh, so that's horribly, <laughs> nearly horribly. Or, or <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of like a lot, lot of time course. But but in other ways, the date collector might be not very accurate because the data is just, mm -hmm. you need a lot of data, random date, you have to um, make a data analysis. So there's some data you have to kick away. <laughs> Yeah, it's very hands-on and it, it can take you a really long time. Um, I, I was wondering if you could kind of describe in your own words, what is a, a moisture absorption isotherm? What, what does it show and, and why is it important? In my own words, I would say uh, it's kind of a land map or chart to show the relations mm -hmm. between uh, water activity and the motion levy on our typical food product. So if the food product is very stable, uh, in general, the absorption and desorption isotherm, it could be very similar to is, uh, another, it's kind of another identity. In my understanding, it's kind of identity to like her fixed conditions. Yeah, it's kind of like ID, <laughs> yeah. So if yeah, the, I, I kind of like, like to think a, of it. Oh, go yeah, ahead. it's kind of like another. It kind of like another ID of a product. For example, if uh, for example, a piece of cake. So it's a it's a cake is always like this way, like same formula, same ingredients. So uh, use the same um, after bakery, you use the sample for create isosome molder, and the molder won't change that much. You know, if you repeat mm -hmm. it, use the same. Same way, so I would say just like you are like another word, like your the product's identity for the for the relationship between water activity and the motion levy. I think that's very just not show it. Okay, that's you. It's almost like a, a fingerprint uh, in, yes, in terms like of water for that specific product. Yeah, and right. what yeah, types of true. isotherms? What types of isotherms are, are you producing? Are you using a, a specific method to create these isotherms? So I create this isosome by uh, absorption and the desorption. Uh, it's kind of like a, the lactic viewpoint. Yeah, it's it, most of like mm -hmm. a, the lactic viewpoint and then, um, then collect this isosome. Right. So you're, you're using that dynamic dew point method, and, and this gives you a, a really high resolution picture for each of your products. And, and then you might look at adsorption or desorption depending yes. on the product. Is, is that correct? Yes, correct. And yes. Once, you collect, once you collect that data, what are some of the, the key... R&D challenges that you're able to tackle um, once you have an isotherm? That's why I think the setting, because it can set in the uh, crux specific to maximum the motors content per, uh, for the profit, mm -hmm. uh, while we can make the, the, the product my safety and the quality, ensure the quality. Another is uh, we can use this way to determine the uh, critical water activity points 
toward the, the, the microbial growth or changes in the texture. Because uh, for the fresh bakery, there um, the the critic water duty is very important to to pro uh, avoid the mold <laughs> moldy. Yeah, and another is mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. uh, I think that that's a that's a way we are very um, keen on, and that is the. Uh, predicting a shelf life. So the shelf life we can know early by this kind of isosceles model to provide pr predictions. So another is that we can better understanding the relationship between water activity and the temperature. So how what the water store temperature is low temperature, a room temperature or high temperature, uh, how much it affect our pro uh, product quality and the shelf life. Yes, also mm -hmm. another is like uh, even the modeling ingredients mixing uh, to predict the moisture migration because the ending um, mixing like inclusions, like new inclusions, the mixing with the current product might be have some motion migration. We definitely use this as a motor, um, you know, uh, this kind of motor date to, to say to predict how much motion migration, how much if our affect our finished product. Also, also so just to, to kind of start, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, also, yeah, uh, we were still going to use this uh, tools for evaluating and choose the product packaging. Yeah, uh, but we don't mm -hmm. use it now. Uh, we we are looking forward to have our have our further research and uh, maybe um, by this kind of isosome a motor uh, or something like that because uh, packaging uh, seem like another another field where we're going to work on. <laughs> Yeah, I've watched several videos about Hostess and, it, you know, a, a lot of your company's success is related to, to shelf life and being able to maybe extend the shelf life of your products or at least er, early on in R&D, understand what the shelf life may, may be. So using that isotherm, you can predict the shelf life after a, a two-day test once you collect your isotherm and instead of waiting weeks or, or months for a, a physical test, is, is that correct? Correct, correct. So we use this motor to um, to know early, to only just like mm -hmm. estimation, yeah. So because most time, if, if we were run our whole shelf life, the little bit towards to at least two or three months, so there might be too long for each product. So if we use this uh, technology and tool to predict, the shelf life. So we, when we designed, we we are we're no we're no early. So I think that's where way to shorten the time and save some you know timeline. And I, I know you haven't had this instrument too long, but do you have any sense of how how much faster you can release products now by having this information early? You know, you mentioned six months to to two year two year timeline to to release new products. Do you have any sense on, on how much faster you may be able to release products now that you have this information really early on in, in your R&D processes? Um, we currently, uh, we don't have uh, have that, how much time we were uh, we were saved um, by this uh, this new tool. But I believe there's kind of way we, we can save some time. For example, uh, at least for the quality part, um, if we mm -hmm. have the isosur motor for motor, um, you know, instead of like a, like sampling the, the product and then and testing, like use the traditional way to test the motion level and the Nive, so we can have, we can collect more data. And the same says, no, we can award like uh, the variations of the sampling. So I think that's for like a, at the quality part, they can save a lot of time because you will sample the, the Oculus space only in one minute, they can read their number and get the same number at the same time. But currently we have to spend maybe 20 to 30 minutes to have our motion levels 
date. So this can be one、mm-hmm. sample can save maybe twenty minutes, and then maybe ten samples, two hundred minutes. So if we calculate this way, we can we can save a lot of time. Yeah, definitely. So just to to kind of summarize this section, where you know Meter Group is working with your team to master your products in R and D, and and some of the things that you listed is that you can use an isotherm that that used to take you maybe weeks or months to produce. You can now do that in, in just a few days, and once you have the isotherm, you can set your、uh, product specs to maximize moisture content and prevent mold growth. You can determine your critical water activity points to prevent texture change. You can predict shelf life. You can evaluate and choose your packaging. You can understand the, the effects of temperature on your products, and you can also model ingredient mixing so that you can understand a, a new product. Before you you even make it, did, did I miss anything from that list? No, I think that's good. Yeah, that's that's the way we were what we're doing now. Yeah, so we just use this as a molder. For example, if we have one、uh, original flavor, if we want to change it to another flavor and the same format,、mm-hmm. uh, but different formula, we definitely can use this kind of molder as a base to predict. The new inclusions and the new new flavor or just a new product, you know, that's that's can save a lot of time for for like zigzag this way because we when we design、mm-hmm. it, we we can save some more time before like a, a discussion or design. I think that's way we kind of way is it's a very it's a very useful. And it seems like time is is everything these days. There's there's never enough time. So I, I'm glad to hear that you're able to save time and, and you know get these products out even quicker. Next, let's talk about the the next aspect of Meter Group、uh, partnering with Hostess to help you improve measuring the water in your products. This is being accomplished using high resolution isotherms that you're producing using that vapor sorption analyzer, and then you're creating moisture models for your products so that you can get a, a really high precision moisture content reading in as fast as sixty seconds. So I, I'm wondering, how was your team measuring moisture content before you had an Aqualab three? Before we have Aqualab three, we do we do for the motion levy. We just use like a、um, motion meter. It's kind of like it's not、mm-hmm. uh it's it's calculated by the Owen standard Owen uh drying method to uh yeah to get the the how much north of the motion during heating. So that's kind of way like Owen uh method. Uh, but there's one, but there's a, like a simple one from there.、Um, I think the like a meter moisture, uh, uh, m- a motion meter. So we we just we use Ornab and Bakery always use this way. Yeah. And what were some of the challenges associated with that moisture meter or, or moisture balance, the the method that you, you were using before? There's some way.、Uh, it might be might or might be not.、Um, Accurate. The part of reasons is if there's a flavors there, their transition like on、uh, the heat that、uh, there's a, just a temperature setting the temperature and this kind of a、uh, motion meter they have volatile, so the flavor、mm-hmm. will be be calculated as a lost moisture. So sometimes, for example, the moisture, the actual moisture is only twenty percent, but there's a flavor loss. That means twenty-four percent.、Mm-hmm. So、uh, from this point, our product the moisture range will be however broad, will broader because the、uh, the mineral to higher there's a there's a maybe four percent or two percent for a two or four percent range. So,、uh, but when I change change to use the isotherm motor, they're more accurate. So there's less gap.、Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I generally see this. Any method, uh, moisture meter, moisture balance, uh, an oven method, anytime that heat is applied, just like you said, if you're losing volatile compounds, then when you do your moisture calculation, it's not giving you a, a very accurate uh, result. And so now you're using the Aqualab 3. It doesn't use any heat. Um, it's using a, a moisture model, and it's giving you mm-hmm. a, a high-precision moisture content measurement. I, I usually see maybe even as good as, as 10 times better using the Aqualab 3 for moisture so that you can really pinpoint your your moisture content. You, you mentioned a, a variation of 2 to 4% for the moisture meter or moisture balance. And this is really common. This is something that I, I see all the time. Um, but using the Aqualab 3, I'm sure you're able to reduce your variation. Um, does this help your team yeah. to, to maximize your moisture content? Or, or what are the benefits of having a, a high precision moisture content measurement? Uh, so this will help me uh, help that team some uh, to motion that way that's more accurate. So uh, they won't have a large a big gap between the low and the high because the even ten ten percent or four percent gap will make the texture of the food uh, a lot of difference. That's number one. Number two, uh, by the isostorm technology, use this Aqualabs three, so you we, we can save a lot of time because the traditional uh, motion meter, if we we test one sample. Uh, high motion everyone we need at, at least 20 to 30 minutes <laughs> but you, but by the mm-hmm. isostorm motor we only use we only need one minute so there's another mm-hmm. uh, advantage we save a lot of time yeah kind of back to our, our earlier discussion back to time you know instead of taking <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes 60 right. seconds and, and that means you know within an hour you could do 60 samples instead of maybe two or three samples so again i'm, I'm glad that we're able to help you save some time um, are, are you creating a, an isotherm model for each of your products or each um, formulation or, or what does that process look like? How do you take a, a or how do you create a model and then how do you plug it into the Aqualab 3? Actually, uh, uh, I created each product. So for example, like mm-hmm. a cupcake, so we have different flavor of a cupcake, like a uh, golden cupcake or orange flavor, a chocolate cupcake, or just a birthday cupcake, because there the formula is different. The base form is the same, but the total formula is different. So definitely we use like a cake base, we create each product isosome. So if we use uh, each product, uh, like specific products isosome, we use it and build this kind of product in the scholar, a scholar control, the product one. So that's more accurate uh, for the Aqualab to reading each product's water uh, activity and motion every. So we create, I create, mm-hmm. created each product for, uh, for each isosome. And I think this is a really good example of how meters instruments work together. You know, you make your isotherm on your Aqualab VSA, and then you can not only use that for R&D, like we've described before, but then you can also use the isotherm, create your model, put it into your Aqualab 3s. So you're also helping quality control or, or quality assurance when they need to measure water activity and, and moisture content. Is, is that correct? Yes, that's for R&D. For R&D team, we use the VSA isotherm to build this motor first. So we validating the isotherm motor is accurate with our with their current, you know, traditional water water activity and their motion every uh, meter way. So after we calibrate, verify this kind of isotherm motor is a, is a, is a, is a, 
match our current product. So we, we use this like because they have slope, like B0, B1, B2, B3, this kind of correlation date. And then we just collect the date uh, in, uh, in there in the tool, like a, uh, like a WSA tool kit. There's like a product scholar control. So we have this kind of like a model on that for the categories of, of, of different kind of product. So we use this software and put this coefficient numbers in this software and then we collect the three. So the Aquilab spray were using initial motion and water activity and, uh, and like uh, offset the nine and then can use this kind of date automatically uh, reading the current food. So that's the way we build the isotherm for the bakery and the bakery the operation team, they just uh, use it. They don't need to uh, spend a lot of time zigzag what's the isosom motor they, they need to use. So because mm -hmm. before they use it, we already calibrate and already verification this isosom is exactly for this kind of product. Well, great. So, so far we've covered uh, mastering your products in, in R&D. We've gone over measuring and being able to help your quality teams and, and you know they don't have to go select their isotherm. Everything has been done by you. It's uploaded. They simply take their measurement. The last aspect that I, I wanted to talk about is helping to hostess to manage production so that your team can create perfect products every time while avoiding rework or, or lost batches. So this is being accomplished by installing a solution that we call Scala Delta T, which automatically adjusts belt speed in a closed loop to ensure that your products are always within spec while reducing variation between products and batch to batch. What are um, some of the products that your team is using Scala Delta T for at this time? Actually, this new tool might help our baker in Baker 9 as Delta T sensor technology. And they, mm -hmm. um, yeah, like uh, reducing motor content variations in foods, improving the production efficiency and quality while lowering, uh, lowering the energy consumptions and the waste. I think that this cut edge system constantly precisely maintains target motor content inside, for example, inside a dryer using real time data and an mm -hmm. exclusive control algorithm. Uh, I think that Susan, Dr. Susan is working with their, uh, our uh, engineer, uh, I think there's a process engineer um, in our employer bakery now. Um, so we're looking forward to have some more uh, come up because they just start uh, this year. <laughs> right. I know this is something brand new and, and maybe even this month is, is being implemented. And you mentioned my colleague, Dr. Susan Newman. She's in charge of, of implementing Scala Delta T and, and getting this um, hooked up to, to product lines just like yours. I, I believe we're starting with donuts for Hostess. And um, I, I'm excited to see what happens with your team. I, I think some of the things that you mentioned are, are things that you'll see within 30 days, being able to eliminate differences um, caused by different operators, being able to automatically adjust for changes in your environment, um, being able to mm -hmm. identify a, a problem as soon as it occurs so that you can you tackle it and, and avoid rework or lost batches optimizing your yields and, and again, getting to work uh, with my colleague, Dr. Susan Newman. So uh, I, I know this is brand new and, and maybe you don't have all the information since you're in R&D and, and this is more production associated, but I just mm -hmm. wanted to mention it because it, it really rounds out the story and it, it helps to show how Meter Group is kind of involved of all aspects of, of production for your products. Yeah, actually, I'm very excited to see it uh, because it's a really new technology for for ours. Uh, where our baker never used this before, but I think that's a very good tool. Uh, can help the quality to control the uh, 
water activity and motion levy or products. Also, it's a good tool to support the plant on the problem solving and the product analysis. Yeah. Well, I have just one final question for you, Vivian. I'm just curious, what is your favorite Hostess product and, and why is it your favorite? Oh, I really love our Trinkets and the Jumbo Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Trinkets, the texture, I like the texture and I like the taste, yeah. you know, um, it, it's, you it, it cannot get, you have a lot of cakes, cake product, but the Trinkets, the texture, the texture is very different, uh, but it's, it mm-hmm. tastes very good. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think if I had to pick one, Twinkies <laughs> would, would be the way that I go. I I have a sweet tooth, so if I eat one, I'll probably eat four or five, to be honest. So I I just heard, Vivian, that the, the original flavor of a Twinkie was banana flavored. Is is that yeah, correct? Yeah, do, correct. Do you know about that? Yeah, it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a golden, uh, golden Twinkie, vanilla flavor. Yeah, but we still have mm-hmm. like a uh, chocolate one, a uh, chocolate one, uh, and and like a like a Halloween one, like scary Twinkie. It's it's kind of fun, but mm-hmm. chocolate. <laughs> but the but standard is a golden standard. It's a vanilla flavor. Right. Well, if you're working on a new flavor and you need a, a taste tester, you you have my contact information. So I'd be happy to to send you my <laughs> notes. <laughs> well, Vivian, I, I just want to. I want to thank you so much for your time today. I've I've really been looking forward to having you on the podcast. I'm glad we were able to go into depth about all the different ways that Meter Group is is working with Hostess to master, measure, and manage your iconic product portfolio. So it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, and and I'm looking forward to working with you and and your team more in the future. It's great. Thank you very much, you know. (laughs) I'm Zachary Cartwright. This is Water and Food. Find this podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.